Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Whoa, a Ted Lasso podcast? You better believe I'm Josh Wiggler. We're talking Ted Lasso on post-show recaps. Welcome to my Ted Lasso talk. I'm joined here by the person who shall be on this journey through Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso as season two is just around the corner. We're revving up. We're getting ready. Here he is. He's the, what I call you, number one striker. On the team, am I doing it? Antonio Mazzaro! You are really doing it. Oh, you are really doing God. it. I thought. I wondered if we were going to call this TED Talks. It sounds like that's at least uh, hinted at right strongly from the jump. Yeah, we'll call it our, our Ted Lasso Talk. Welcome to our Ted Lasso Talk here on Post Show Recaps. We're just talking Ted. Talking Ted. A little we're Ted talk. talk. <laughs> the talking Ted. Oh my God. Somebody, uh, don't tell Chris Hardwick. We got to get this copyrighted before he gets his hands on oh, it. Oh, gosh, it's gerund noun all over again. It's just a proper <laughs> It's a proper name in this case. Oh, I forgot my, about this. Oh, my God. I'm Josh. This is Antonio. Hi, Antonio. I did not. Hi, Josh. I did not expect a Chris Hardwick name reference in the first <laughs> minute of this. Are we canceled? I, I, oh, I, no. It's very hard to keep track. It's hard to keep track. I don't know where we're going with any of this stuff, uh, except I do know that we are going to be on a voyage through one of the most beloved TV shows of uh, currently airing beloved TV shows in modern memory. I feel like really up there. It is Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis, or as I like to call him, Antonio, Jason Sudeik. Jason Sudeik. That's what you go with. I just like to shave the is off the end of it. Jason. This is Sudeik. a very common move for you with the Andy Coops and like yep. you, just, you like to you like Love to shorten to the it. names. I'm pretty predictable. Once you get the hang of me, uh, we're Josh gonna be talking. Joshy Wiggs. We're gonna be talking about Ted Lasso each and every week as season two of this series is on the way, debuting July 23rd. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be Antonio. It's going to be you. It's going to be great. It should be. I hope so. I love this show so much, Josh. And I know you know that I love this show. We've talked about it a lot. A not lot. on podcasts. Not on yes. podcasts. But I, it, it just, it really, for whatever reason for me, and I think for everyone, finds a sweet spot in, in a lot of ways. I'm a huge, if you want to call it soccer or football, whatever you want to call it, I'm a massive, massive fan of, of the sport. What do sport. you call it? You call it, when you think about it, you think about it as soccer, you think about it as football? I think about it as football, uh, but I really, I, I, it's only because I take in a lot of content where it's only called that. Um, yeah. I, I probably... I probably know it as soccer more prevalently. I mean, that's what I played when I was a kid. That's what it was called. And until I learned how to take in media, they called it something different. But it is, it, I, I think of it as football at this point. Yeah. Um, you love this show. I love this show. It's a show that we have talked about a lot. Um, we are going to be talking about it a lot here when we were discussing, because it's been a minute, Antonio and I, if you don't know if you're new to Post Show Recaps because you're coming our way because, hey, there's a wild Ted Lasso podcast <laughs> on the internet. I'm kind of interested in seeing what this is all about. Um, then you are, uh, first of all, in for such a treat. Let me say, let me say right <laughs> off the top, like, oh, gosh. How's that? Uh, how's your arm? Is it, does it hurt from patting uh, yourself on the back? No, or? I have, I have loosened these appropriate joints at this point uh, that I'm able to. <laughs> you're able, well used to this. Is yeah, what you're saying. I'm able to do it without too much strain, Stragoy. Um, yeah. But if you are, if you are new here on Post Show Recaps, uh, first of all, welcome. And secondly, Antonio and I, 
We love podcasting with each other. We've covered a bunch of shows together. We have talked about every single episode or just about of The Leftovers. Um, we've talked Better Call Saul. We talked The Strain once upon a time. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Every single episode of that. We talked about the final season of Justified. Uh, Antonio and I have a really fun time like taking deep dives into character-rich episodes of television. Um, it's our favorite thing to do. And it's been a minute since we've done it. We've We've been uh, all enduring a very strange time that we are in, uh, I think, still like sort of like a strange time. And I know that Ted Lasso um, helped a lot of people through like the pandemic life and, and just like in this time where like you could not go and connect with the people that you loved in person. It was really helpful to have Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso and all of the characters on that show and just the vibe of the show keeping you company. Um, it was such a breakout. It was very clear that this was going to be a show that we were going to podcast about at some point in some way, shape, or form on post-show recaps. Like A lot of people expressed interest in it, both in terms of, like, I want to listen to that. Many people were like, I'd love to podcast about that. And it was just a matter of, like, what's going to be the right form to do this in? And the shows that I just rattled off that you and I have covered in the past, Antonio, have at least, like, one thing in common. They're all, like, pretty dangerous. They're all, you know, fairly serious. Uh, people often die on the shows <laughs> that we TV, about. right. You know, and so I think that, like, one of the things I'm really excited about um, as, uh, first of all, I'm just thrilled to, like, get the chance to talk about a show weekly with you. It's been a minute since we've done this. Um, I'm really excited for us to, like, apply a lot of the things that we love about television. Good story, great characters, exceptional dialogue, uh, tone, vibe, music, everything. Like, everything that encompasses the art of this medium. Um but to do that through the lens of a show that is certainly dramatic at times, Antonio, but primarily it's like a comedy. This is a comedy. This is a different type of vibe than what we're used to. And I think it's totally worthy of the way that you and I tend to take down TV in our podcast recaps. It is. And it's funny because the first time or two that I watched it, and I have watched it several times at this point, full we'll disclosure. Talk about that. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about it. But uh, the first time or two I watched it, I just... I took it in on a level, like you're saying, like a sitcom or a comedy, you know, a half hour comedy show. I mean, the idea of Ted Lasso, the show is as ridiculous as it gets. You said earlier, Apple TV plus, and I almost got triggered because that alone sounds like a Mad Lib yeah. that someone in like 2014, uh, when OTT and like streaming <laughs> was like first coming OTT to the real floor. Plus. Yes. People are like, let's make up, let's make up a, a ridiculous thing. We can think, okay, let's go Apple TV plus. Okay. And the, what's one of their best shows going to be? Uh, how about a, um, show based on a commercial character from NBC sports network, uh, commercials. Let, that's, that's what it is. It doesn't sound like a real show. It doesn't sound like a show that would be good. And it's great. And that in and of itself is a massive achievement for Ted Lasso. But the things that make it great, I think, are why it really resonated with so many people, like you're saying, at the time that it did. And it, not for nothing. I mean, people often look to sports for escapism. Uh, yeah. they, they look to sports and say, you know, I'll watch this. these people, these grown adults playing a game, uh, and that will be my escapism. But sports is 100% reflective of culture. It's 100% reflective of everything going on. And so when things were shut down, uh, there was no sport. There was no football in, in the UK or in Europe. I mean, so many of these countries were just being absolutely ravaged by this horrible thing and they weren't playing sports and the planet went dark the planet went dark and so ted lasso was not just filling a void of you know making you feel warm feelings at a time where they were in short supply it was providing sport it was providing some aspects or elements of that uh, in a time when when that was lacking so it really was sort of a perfectly placed show that it's already been renewed it's only one season has aired so far on apple tv plus uh, but two more are already in the works uh, the second one is coming up soon and the third will be coming after that and then i don't know what the future of the show will be after that uh, we can certainly talk about that as we get further into to our podcast and what we think might be to come for second season and for seasons after that. But I mean, this is a show that by any marker has been widely successful, the critical response, the awards, nominations, thing like that. And I said, it's already been renewed for a third season. So it's just a, it's just a real, uh, a real treat. And it was unexpected to say the least, at least yes. by me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely for me. And we'll talk about like all of the reasons why around that, like this 
it's not uh, on paper. This is not my thing. Uh, and it, it ended up totally being my thing. So let's talk a little bit really quickly about what we're doing. So we are going to cover the show uh, episodically once season two comes out. We're announcing the podcast here in this episode of the podcast. We'll just talk very broadly about Ted Lasso, give you a little bit of sense of who we are if you're new to the show. Um, and uh, we'll next week, we will have another episode that comes out before season two, where we will do a much deeper dive into season one, um, the characters, the storylines that uh, that transpire over the course of that first season, some of the cliffhangers, some of like the loose ends that need to be resolved as we go into season two. Maybe introduce a little bit more structure into the show is not an impossibility as well. Uh, although certainly longtime Pusher Recaps listeners are laughing at that notion. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes as we move forward. Um, we will love to, to get feedback from you along the way. Uh, plenty of ways that you'll be able to do that. You can certainly tweet at both Antonio and myself. Antonio is at AC Mazzaro with, I always forget, how many Z's? How many R's? It's two Z's and one R. Oh, uh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, just yeah. like Lasso. Same. same. Yeah. Uh, AC much the same. Lasso. Uh, yes. It's not quite the same thing. I'm at Round Howard, like Ron Howard, but rounder. How about that? Uh, so you can certainly tweet at us. Uh, you can send an email in. We will work on getting Ted Lasso at postshowrecaps.com. Set up. Send an email in Ted Lasso at PoshoRecaps.com. You can also send me an email. It'll come right to my doorstep. Uh, literally. Uh, it's, it's, I have you a get strange, emails to your door? Yeah, I have a very strange setup where uh, someone just like, I, I hit print screen and it all just comes out and just comes flying at my door. Josh at PoshoRecaps.com for that particularly cool magic trick. Another thing that we wanted to tell you right off the top is, yeah, this show's on Apple TV+. Plus. What do you want to do? Fight about it? It's not our choice. It's just the way it worked out. You may not have Apple TV+. Plus. Perhaps you would like to explore Ted Lasso via Apple TV+. Plus. Unfortunately, they did this thing where it was like free for a year if you had a new Apple product, and that was great, and now it's like, all right, pay me. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where they're at right <laughs> now. Uh Apple, if if nothing, Apple knows how to create like a captive audience in a closed system, right? Like they know how to get you in and keep you in. Totally fair. Uh, no harm, no foul. They got to <laughs> do what they got to do. Um, but you do have to have an Apple TV Plus uh, subscription in order to watch Ted Lasso, certainly at least in the United States. I'm not sure about elsewhere. Um, right now on Apple TV Plus, you could start a free trial, seven days free, and then you're looking at $4.99 a month. Ted Lasso season one is 10 episodes. Season two, which is going to be releasing weekly, uh, is going to be 12 episodes, I believe, Antonio. So we're going to be doing this through uh, not all of October, but we're going to be in October when season two ends. Um, so not a bad investment if you don't have it. If you're if you're coming in here in July and you're going through October, you're what? Like We're talking about like 20 bucks uh, to get into Ted Lasso uh, on Apple TV+. Plus. There's a lot of other cool shows on Apple TV. Um, Mythic Quest, I know you enjoy it. Antonio. I, I enjoyed some of that. I have not been able to finish that show, but I, I like that. I know people love, this is not an Apple TV plus commercial, but people no. love, people love other shows that are on there. I've heard people yeah, like the morning show are, for all mankind. Certainly not sponsored by Apple yeah, TV. Like no. Apple TV, like technically by all, you know, they could get wrecked uh, for, for all I care. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> who, who in this, uh, in this hypothetical, who would be doing the wrecking? I'll I'll be the wrecker. I Google, got this. Google TV minus is that I got the thing? This. Google I'll Radio the, minus. I'll do the wrecking. I, I'll, You're going to be the wrecker. Yeah, there will be a reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be me. Apple TV plus wrecked yeah. by post show recast. I do just want to make it clear, like yeah, Apple TV can get wrecked. This is not an Apple TV commercial. We're just telling you the options. Uh, when Apple TV plus first launched, I thought this does not need to be like this is too much. This is as uh, one of my favorite uh, podcasts, the Doughboys, is Nick Weiger, uh, who himself is not a jew josh are you familiar with the term ungapachk no i'm not ungapachk or ungapachka just means like too much it's too much and that's what i thought about apple tv it's a little ungapachk and i thought this is a little too much it's a little too much we don't need another streaming service let alone from apple who is you know like i said closed systems and already blocking you sometimes on some devices from watching other streaming providers it's like come on apple we don't need you in this game but they put so much 
money into it. And I think at least in some instances it shows, I mean, Ted Lasso, the TV show is not without pedigree. Like this is a show that comes from creators of other very successful projects, including Bill Lawrence, who I believe was one of the main uh, driving forces behind scrubs. I know he was actively involved, if not the lead of uh, in a producer or a showrunner of spin city. Um, there, you know, there are, there are a lot of these, a lot of really talented people that are involved in the making of this who have like Apple was throwing money at really skilled creators yeah. at people who had had success in other ways. Lawrence also, Bill Lawrence also created Cougar Town. Uh, I had that on my notes. So uh, he he was involved in a lot of these really successful or beloved or both uh, shows. And he, he's making Ted Lasso for Apple TV Plus. And yet they did a really good job. It's really, really good. A lot uh, of their so, shows are like better than you want them to be. Like actually like some of them are not like some of them are about as good as you would expect, which is to say not very, uh, but some of them are, are really great. Like we were talking before we came on here um, that the people who uh, have watched for all mankind, like are like nuts about it and swear by it. I have, I have heard from so many people um, that I would love it and that it's like the best show that's currently on TV. So I'm very intrigued about that. Um, so there is good content, but if like, if, if it's just for Ted Lasso alone, I think that you will be, uh, well served. And if not, like, You've got a podcast that'll tell you what's going on on the show and you can listen to us. And the reason we brought it up right from the jump is you can do that seven day free trial uh, and you could watch all of Ted Lasso easily in that seven days in season one. Uh, it is only the 10 episodes. They're each about a half an hour um, without much extra content. Uh, so you're talking about five hours of television, essentially a couple movies worth of television. And you could definitely knock that out in a week and you'll probably want to, even though you're going to want to savor it and you're going to want it to last forever. The good news is 12 more episodes are coming you could absolutely do your trial see if you like it uh, there was a time i don't know if it's the case now you used to be able to watch the pilot even without signing up for the trial uh, i don't know if that is still I don't the case i think it's still the case but it was in like the uh the the, the really like the glory days so you know so if you want, you can you can do the seven day trial, uh, knock out all the season one and then decide, you know, what you want to do for season two. The podcast will be here uh, when you decide that you want to watch them. Maybe you buy a new phone, you get some kind of deal. Maybe Apple's really trying to serve it up. Who knows? Uh, but there there are you know, there there are reasons, I think, to give it a look and then decide what you want to do from there. And they make it easy to do that for free. I wish the trial was a little longer than seven days. But that's why we talked about the Apple TV plus of it all. But it, it you know, it's a little bit frustrating if you don't have that. That's for sure. But Ted Lasso, the show, as I hinted at earlier, it, the genesis of the character of Ted Lasso is very separate and apart from the genesis of the show Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to get into that. And I think we can do that um, kind of hand in hand with just like the very basic necessity of like uh, for someone who's like, all right, everyone keeps they, like they cannot shut up. Well, would would any one person shut up about Ted Lasso? Like, you know, there's like a real, like a real, like you know, vibe around the culture of this show. Uh, everybody seems to be really inside Ted Lasso, uh, and so like they want to know, like, is this worth me scoping out? I'm not sure. Like, okay, you're doing the podcast about it. I guess I'm going to check it out. Can you just like give me the bare essentials? Of what this show, I see, I know Jason Stakis. He's got the mustache. He's looking, you know, he's looking fantastic. But what is this? Why is everybody losing their heads about it? So let's let's get in. Let's get into that a little bit. Just like surface details, Antonio. How would you pitch Ted Lasso to somebody as far as like? what it is, what it's about, and maybe a bit about its origin story. Classic fish-out-of-water premise uh, where an American football coach takes a job in England uh, to coach a football team, a soccer team, knowing almost nothing about the sport, knowing almost nothing about the country, except what you know a tourist might know. Uh, that's, the, that's the premise. Is, and and that, that fish-out-of-water is played by Jason Sudeikis, he played this role and the idea, the pitch behind it, uh, taking like a rah-rah, you know, peppy, upbeat American football coach, a, a real motivator. 
and putting him with an English soccer team, you know, and the, the stiff upper lip England of it all, uh, meshing with the American over the top, uh, you know, visor wearing American football coach. That, that was the basic premise of the ads. This was an ad for NBC's Premier League soccer coverage uh, that was saying, hey, we've got this. NBC, I think in around 2013 or 14, acquired the rights to air the English Premier League, widely considered at this point to be the top soccer league in the country, uh, or in the, I'm sorry, in the world. Um, they acquired those rights in 2013 or 2014. And early on in the process, first couple of years, one of the ways they promoted it was this series of commercials with an NBC at that point uh, talent. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, who was on SNL and obviously had the NBC connections. That's who they used to play this character known as Ted Lasso. And at some point, and you know how Apple goes, they're big on the corporate synergies. They're big on making these agreements. They probably sat down with NBC and said, let's work this deal out here. Because I'm sure at this point, now that NBC has their own streaming service, they wish Ted Lasso was on Peacock. Yeah, it is not. It is on Apple TV Plus. This is a great deal that Apple struck to have the rights to use this character uh, to create this show, and that's ultimately. I don't know if Apple struck that deal or not. Actually, I don't know if this was in the works somewhere else, uh, and Apple bought it. I, I don't know the full history behind it. I just know we went from Ted Lasso as a character appearing on commercials to promote a, a, t- a TV network and a TV network's coverage of a sport to Ted Lasso is a TV show about that character doing this exact thing that was sort of presented in the commercials for high comedy. Um, this goofy over the top American football coach going to a place where he knows very little and a sport that is very different to American football and bringing that ethos uh, to, 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 to bear. That's why it didn't sound like it would be a good show. It just yeah. sounded like it sounded like a, a one joke kind of thing, right? Like right. just, but it, it is so much more. There's so much more depth to the character, and there's so much more to it, which I know we will get into. But that's the basic premise. It's just fish out of water. American uh, over-the-top football coach is hired by an English soccer club uh, to coach in the Premier League, and that's, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Um, I don't want to like misattribute this to Kevin Mahadeo or to somebody else. Uh, I'm not sure who, who it is who, who uh, called this out. But that Ted Lasso is almost like um, it's almost like a Superman story, uh, like this idea of the big blue Boy Scout who uh, is such like a, a such like a paragon of good uh, is like such an ambassador for all things, uh, uh, you know, truth and justice in the American way and everything like that. And just like an excellent soul and somebody who's always fighting for what's right and how like there is this myth around the Superman character that because of those things, because he cannot be grim and gritty like Batman, he sucks and is boring and you can never tell a compelling story around that character. Um, and Ted Lasso, I think the character, uh, he certainly has weaknesses uh, that uh, are, are greater than uh, in, in number than kryptonite and magic, which are really the things that get <laughs> Superman's number. Uh, although I'm sure kryptonite and magic would do a number on Ted Lasso as well. I don't want to say that he's above these things. Can we uh, change our podcast duo name to kryptonite and magic? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, which one thanks. do you want to be? I, it doesn't matter to me, really. I mean, I'm I'm fine with either. I'd rather be the the substance that can take down the most powerful force in the universe, or I'd rather be magic. It doesn't okay. matter to me. I'll be kryptonite. You be magic. I'll take kryptonite. You can be magic. I uh, love we're that. the kryptonite. When has magic. anything ever gone wrong for someone named Magic? Yeah, we're the kryptonite and magic of Ted Lasso podcasting. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
I think Ted Lasso feels like uh, a Superman story well told of somebody who does not back down from his belief in his fellow person, uh, somebody who really believes in the goodness in others, uh, the kindness of strangers, and wants to spread that around and bring that positivity to bear on other people um, and just like make everybody the best versions of themselves, even when sometimes that's very hard, um, even when sometimes people are failing around you in disastrous, uh, nasty ways, frankly, um, somebody who's still going to be there when you fall. Um, I think that they tell a, a really compelling story with a character like that, which is not unnecessarily easy thing to do. Ask Zack Snyder. Uh, and I think that um, Jason Sudeikis and the rest of the team involved in bringing this character to life, whether it's Bill Lawrence, as you mentioned, Joe Kelly is also a developer of the show. Um, Brendan Hunt, uh, who plays Coach Beard, who's one of the great characters of the show, who's Ted's partner in crime, who joins him uh, when they start off at AFC Richmond, um, and uh, is just an exceptional <laughs> character who's very dry and very assertive and very, very, very funny and very quirky, very specific, this guy. Um, I think that they do just a, a really amazing job of taking such a good person and still um, allowing him to be complex and still allowing him to be dynamic and still allowing him to be somebody who is part of a show that from its first episode through its currently last, through its 10th episode, and we will see uh, as we move forward into these next 12, um, a show that changes in a meaningful and very strong and, and powerful way. Definitely. And I, it's like I said, it's not lost on me that you name the names that are involved in the show. But as I said, these are people, this is not their first uh, lasso rodeo here. Like this is not the first thing that they're working on. They, they know how to make compelling TV. And I think perhaps interestingly, if you're talking about someone like a Bill Lawrence, uh, who has a background, you know, making these long, like uh, 16 to 20 episode seasons or 23 episode seasons of American sitcoms, 20 two to 23 minutes at a time. Uh, it's interesting to take that kind of person who has a ton of experience doing that and then saying, okay, let's say, let's get your best 10 episodes. We don't need you to do a 20 episode season or a 23 episode season, or we don't need you to follow that network TV arc anymore where you put out your first 80, you get your pilot order. And then you're going to, you're waiting for your back nine. Like we don't need you to deal with all of that. We just are going to sit you down and let you arc out a full season or arc out several seasons as they've already renewed the show. As I said, it's very interesting to me to see creatively what, emerges from that. And I think in this case, what emerged, as you said, is a show that takes a one joke premise, this over the top American football coach working in England, uh, and really delivers the depth, uh, and really delivers the, the pathos and all of the things that make Ted Lasso so good as a show. Um, it, it I think it's just a product of, we don't have to make 23 episodes. We are, are going to hire some really experienced, talented people. They're going to work together and they're going to give us their best 10. They're going to give us five hours of TV instead of 23 episodes worth. Uh, and it's going to, I think it really lands as a result. Um, it's interesting in the first season, and we will not spoil the first season or any real details of the first season here, but the first season, the first couple episodes, I feel, uh, seem a little bit separate and apart from the rest of the season. Uh, and maybe that's a, it was a pilot. So I, I don't know the production scenario. We can get into more detail on that next week as we talk about season one. Yep. Um, but I think the show really hits its stride uh, in the third, fourth, fifth episodes as we really start to see, as you're saying, the nuance and the depth of what's behind the Superman, uh, what's behind sort of the uh, the truth, justice in American way, believing in the good of people. Like, how is that uh, that kind of person driven? How can a person like that stay on all the time? Like, what are the consequences of that? What what motivates that? Where does that come from? And we still haven't gotten all of that, even after one season with Ted Lasso, the character. But as we find out more and more about that, and as we answer some of those questions throughout the first season, I think that's where Ted Lasso, the show, really, really delivers in an unexpected way. Uh, it's not just this big, goofy, over-the-top American football coach, uh, fish out of water, saying and doing the wrong things and constantly finding himself sideways with the locals. Uh, it is much more about like, 
what does a person, what makes a person like this tick? And we certainly start to answer that question about some of the other people on the show as well, yes. from the athletes to uh, the, the people that are involved. I mean, these are all very high level people. You're talking about exceptionally rich people who own the team. You're talking about exceptionally achieved athletes of various ages from different countries of what motivates them. And there's just so much room for the show beyond the first season to get into the depth of that, that I, I certainly have a lot of hope for the show going forward, that they can continue to do what they did so well in the first season, that the, that the first season was not either magic or kryptonite, uh, but was in fact something that can continuously be delivered. That wasn't extraterrestrial. It, did, it wasn't a trick. It's something they can continue to execute uh, throughout the course of future seasons. So I'm really looking forward to it for sure. It's just it's got an, uh, an unbelievably great uh, roster of characters at its disposal as well. Like um, Ted as a character, like, you know, uh, he's probably the most like um, immediately quotable. He always has a line. He's always prepared, it feels like. But the people around him are uh, are like fantastic character studies, as you're saying. And just like to give like a quick tour of some of the people who, who you'll meet along the way in Ted Lasso, if you haven't watched it yet, um, there's Rebecca Welton who's the new owner of AFC Richmond. Um, she is uh, played by Hannah Waddingham, who perhaps, who perhaps you know uh, from Game of Thrones, Septa Unella, the shame, shame, shame of it all, uh, in a really unrecognizable turn. Uh, that blows people's minds when they really find does. it out for the first time. They're like, how is that the same? Yeah, but yeah, she's, uh, she's from Game of Thrones. You mentioned Coach Beard, uh, Brendan Hunt. Uh, himself, one of the creative team on the show. I have That's to imagine a, he's he's your favorite character. It's just a guess. <laughs> I I really do love Coach Beard, but but my favorite character is another member of what I believe is the show's writers' room, uh, who is himself a writer and comedian, uh, Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent on the show. Roy Kent is my favorite character. Wait, he's a writer on the show? I believe so. I think he I've is? read that yes. in the past. Yeah, yes, I believe. he wrote, uh, I'm just looking right now, he wrote episode five. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's not, uh, it's a performance, Josh. He's an actor. Oh my like, this God. This is a thing. He's not just sort of a meat-headed, uh, I love Roy Kent. You know, this is such a great man. discovery. Yeah, Roy Kent is my favorite character, played by Brent Goldstein. He plays, uh, that, that role is sort of the veteran leader of the team that yeah. Ted Lasso comes to, uh, Richmond AFC. So um, Roy Kent is the hard man. That is a, you know, that's something that is uh, probably from a more bygone era of football, especially in England. But uh, teams had these enforcer types uh, and certainly in the lower divisions of English football. Uh, certainly, I think a, a Roy Kent type uh, is very recognizable for almost every club. Uh, but in the upper divisions, there's a lot more finesse in the game now. And it seems like uh, the Roy Kent types are being uh, sort of uh, they're timed out, as it were. But he's that's his role. Uh, you've got Jeremy Swift as Higgins. Um, Jeremy Swift, if you're a fan of Downton Abbey, you recognize him as Mr. Spratt, uh, who on Downton Abbey itself is a huge part of the comic relief. He is always getting up to, I think he's more of a latter character. I think he's in like the second half of the series. Uh, he has a very funny role in Downton Abbey movie uh, that was released a couple years ago. So yep. I know him as Higg I know him as Higgins from Ted Lasso, but also as Mr. Spratt. Septimus uh, Spratt, which sounds like a Harry Potter character. <laughs> it really does. It's not a real it name. It really does. I did not yeah. realize that yeah. uh, Septimus Spratt, J.K. Rowling had written for uh, <laughs> yeah. Downton Abbey. Yeah. But, Higgins uh, is a Slytherin. <laughs> no, Hig Higgins is Hufflepuff, but uh, that name... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Septimus well, Spratt. Septimus Spratt. Is That's a, is either a, you're either a Slytherin or you're a Decepticon. Yeah, you know, and you're like Optimus Prime's <laughs> evil twin. It's also a bit of a Stan Lee name with the with repeating consonants right. there at the beginning of the names. Uh, those, so those are some of my favorite characters. I also really, really like Juno Temple's role as Keely Jones. I love Juno Temple. So She's good. great. She's yeah. great. She's like ride or die part of the AFC Richmond family. Her arc is really, really fun. Um, she is uh, she's dating Jamie Tart played by phil dunster who is like the stud of the team right like he's like the it guy he's just the star he's so good but he's obviously because this character is always this way he's impossible to work with he's a jerk to his comrades um 
and yet i think also another character who is uh who, who has a lot going on underneath the surface yeah it's it's very interesting um as i said the, you, you think at a moment that what, what you're going to get are just these caricatures of common tropes in these kind of shows or in football itself like jamie tart is a is like a you know he's a wonderkind like he's the the young star like this is very common uh this is a very common thing and the prima donna aspects of jamie tart also very common juno temple is keely jones the wags wives and girlfriends like have been part of english soccer tabloid media uh for as long as there's been tabloid media would be my guess but certainly in the modern era even before the influencer culture was huge in the united states uh those those women uh, were certainly uh, influencers in a in a cultural way uh, because of their connection to these footballers, uh, and so it's it's very it's not surprising that they went to that well for a character. But again, in both the case of Jamie Tart and in the case of Keely Jones, there's a lot more depth than you would expect, and they're just they're so much better than a caricature. It's a much better drawn sketch when you really look at it closely, uh, as I certainly have done by watching the first season so, so many times. So Antonio and I have been talking about doing this. I think, um, I think like our first conversations about doing a Ted Lasso podcast start in like end of April, maybe I think around there. Uh, and a word that I would use, one of the many words I would use to describe you, Antonio, you were very thorough. He's a good man. And thorough. A, you're a good man and thorough. Yes. Uh, and so you wanted to evaluate. You don't want to podcast unless you feel like you've got something to say. Whereas I'll just podcast about any damn thing you throw in front of me because I'm an <laughs> I idiot. I didn't say it. You said it. I didn't I'm, say it. I said it. It's okay. Uh, and so like you're, you, you know, you want to One of make... us is a dog and one of us is a cat. <laughs> and yet I own the cat. <laughs> one uh, of us is magic and one of us is kryptonite. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. Um, I did not mean that. I'm sorry. But it's I did totally not mean true. I'll take that part back. No, don't take I don't it back. Take the dog part back yeah hold, hold on to it tight um but like you you want to make sure that like the thing that you're going to invest your your energy into is is worth uh the investment and so part of that process for you often is like really um really buckling down drilling in evaluating the thing and so before like we said like all right we're doing it you watched ted lasso front to back uh, first of all, you watched it front to back originally, but then you watched it front to back for this specific purpose twice. I let, let's just say at this point, I have probably watched the full series of Ted Lasso six or seven times, including one full run, start to finish, episode one to episode ten. About uh, starting, you started that about what uh, seven hours ago? Yeah, like eleven thirty, and, yeah, and finished about like an hour before you and yeah. I got on the podcast, yeah, something like that. I hope yeah. no one from my job is listening. They're not. Um, <laughs> they definitely might be. Oh no, uh, no. Uh, this, this, well, this, they don't know th- what day it is. Yeah, this was that's, a Sunday. This you. was a this Sunday. A Sunday. This yeah. was a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Classic yeah, I mean, Sunday. look, there's a lot of white guys talking on the internet, like a lot a lot and mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to add my voice to the chorus of unending drivel that emerges from those discussions unless i feel like i really have something that that is important not, not even important to say but that i just feel like is not going to detract and is not going to cause like uh like any kind of discordant noise i i just want to contribute i want to be able to contribute something and i you know most sitcoms i would say they're not you know you're just talking to hear yourself talk but in the case of Ted Lasso, I do feel differently. I think this is a really special show. I really, truly do. And I, I, I wouldn't say, I, how many times can you watch something and still continue to be moved by it? Like right. feel, feel something about what you're seeing on it screen. It tells you a lot. Not be sick of it. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at with Ted Lasso. And I really, I really feel that way. Like it just, it has high comedy. It has low comedy. It has like really gut punching moments. It has moments of pathos. Like I said, it just has everything that you would want out of a comedy. That's only 30 minutes an episode. It's just, it's the only, my only complaint is that the actual on field soccer element of it is terrible. Well, this was another thing. It's quite poor. (laughs) Um, you know, since I've known you and I've known you for many years now, um, I know like the, like the first, the first time was the first time that we hung out, uh, in, in New York, like you came and you stayed with us and like, you were like, I gotta, I gotta be at a bar at a certain time. Like you sought out like a bar that was playing like your soccer team, which I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it is. Uh, yeah. Liverpool, have, fo- Liverpool football. Yeah. You're a Liverpool yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're this a was, huge, this was, 
you're a huge soccer fan probably like 2014 yeah and i'm thinking it was like nine in the morning and you were like well i'll meet you for lunch you know like i'll come out we'll get some pizza after that yes uh but you know that yeah that uh that happens that's the thing that that's a you you love you love soccer you have a lot of thoughts about soccer you have a lot of headroom that is occupied by soccer and this show happens to have a lot of soccer as well and so i think these interests perhaps intersect a little bit i'm also an anglophile uh i'm also a a fan of uh, british culture uh and just a fan of all things uk whether it's one of the four countries or not uh i'm just a fan uh i'm i'm a fan so that those two things are definitely are definitely linked there Uh, i would also say i'm a jason sudeikis fan uh i don't seek out every project that he's in but i've always thought he's a really funny guy uh and i've always enjoyed uh, the projects that i've seen him in so that was a pretty good hook for me uh for the show there are plenty of people that could have had top lining the show that i think would have uh you know, would have not been as appealing to me, uh, on one level or another. Uh, and they're, you know, they're just people that, that, that I think are not necessarily as fit for the role as Jason Sudeikis. Not only does he wear a mustache well, um, he embodies the character in, in a way that I think is really appealing to me. But yeah, I mean, I've been a soccer fan pretty much my whole life or at least adult life. I mean, they had the world cup, uh, the world cup for the 90 world cup, the world cup is every four years, the 90 world cup, a big world cup for Italians. Uh, I'm of Italian heritage. So that was when I was young, like a big deal. And then the USA had the world cup in 94. Um, famously the opening match of the world cup was the same day uh, as an NBA finals game. And as the OJ chase, Oh my so, God. Like, there's been a, there's a document in ESPN 30 for 30 documentary. I think it's like called like June 14th, 1994 or something. And it's like the world cup is opening in the United States. Uh, there's an NBA finals game. Oh yeah. And the OJ chase, it's all happening at the same time. It's like three massive United States sports things are all happening on one day. Uh, but the 94 World Cup was World Cup was big for me because soccer as a sport in the United States had had a, a little bit of a moment in the 70s. Uh, and that sort of had faded when the, the professional league had dwindled out. Uh, and then uh, kids played it. I played it growing up, but there wasn't really a huge professional thing to do uh, with the United States and soccer in the 90s. There wasn't really... Uh, a lot of internet access. There wasn't just ways to, to take in the sport when you were in the United States in the nineties. And so United States, uh, as part of their world cup, they had to really develop a professional soccer system. And that's where the MLS, uh, the American soccer professional soccer league came from. So it's been a, a growing sport in the United States, obviously for about 50 years now, uh, the fastest growing, slowest growing sport possible in the U S and I've been hooked pretty much since 1990 uh, and have sought it out and tried to watch it in any way I can. I was a big fan of Italian soccer. Then um, the, the league had a lot of problems, a lot of controversy. When NBC got the Premier League, that's when I became a fan of the English Soccer League. And one of the things they say to do is just watch a bunch of, uh, of games, uh, a bunch of matches, and see which, which team's style, which team's atmosphere, which team's uniforms, history, all of that grab you. Uh, and Liverpool really emerged uh, for me in the 2012, 13, 14 uh, era uh, as my as my club. So that's where my English soccer connections come from. But yeah, I have been a fan my whole life. So this is something definitely in my wheelhouse. You, on the other hand, Josh, not a soccer guy. Um, I when I, I was uh, I played soccer as a kid, like really young kid. And like I kept like picking up the ball and like they kept being like, you can't do that. I'm like, why? I don't get it. Uh, I was ter- uh, terrible at all sports. Uh, anyone who, who knows me at all in my real life or in podcast form uh, alike uh, know that sports not really my jam, not exactly like super conversant in it. But I also often stress, and it's the truth, that like I enjoy sports. I just don't know anything. Like I don't know the rules very well. I certainly don't know the history. Uh, so I come to this one especially as a real novice. Like um, I can like have a conversation about baseball and I can like kind of to have a conversation about basketball to a certain extent uh i really can't i would not know where to begin with soccer um which is something that i would love to improve for like my personal life my father-in-law loves soccer um so i'd love to like be able to like maybe like learn a thing or two about the game over the course of talking about ted lasso uh and talking about it with someone as knowledgeable about the sport as you antonio um i think that that will be fun for me but i do represent the contingent of people who like ted lasso but do not know soccer uh, I think that's a, a, a valuable dichotomy in our perspectives that you really know the sport. I really do not. But it sounds like 
to your uh, estimation, maybe sometimes Ted Lasso doesn't really know the sport as well. The show, well, it, as well as the it, character occasionally, too. I think the show does a pretty good job uh, of really getting into the nitty gritty and some of the details and not painting with too broad of a brush. The on-field uh, the capturing of the action is certainly lacking. Uh, it just looks very slow. It looks very poor. Uh, some of the shots don't look very good. So that's the aspect that's a little bit like goofy. And you have to just, if you're, if you're soccer obsessed, I, I think you'll still love the show because the show's heart is, is why the show is so good. And I, I just, it, you won't get caught up in like, okay, this show does not represent football. Well, the show does not represent whatever you want to call it, soccer, football, it does not represent well. That's not going to trigger you. It's not going to ruin your enjoyment of the show. Um, it's just, it, that that's just a thing. I will say, Josh, it is interesting that, you know, the way the show's premise is set up, you've got Ted Lasso coming from the United States to the UK, sort of soccer blind, not knowing much about it, just knowing very broad strokes. And he's learning about them throughout the, the whole course of the first season, understanding the significance of certain things. I think it's a very well-placed show for people who don't know about soccer. I don't think you have to know anything about the sport because Ted Lasso himself knows very little about yes. it and he's learning it it's and very watching helpful. him learn these lessons, right? It's, yeah. It's very helpful from like my seat in the house. Um, he, his, his learning of, of the sport really guides the novice viewer through like understanding what's going on because he really knows nothing like that's a big part of uh you know the the log line here is this guy who's like who should be really in over his head but doesn't you know back down from a challenge and does it with a smile like that is sort of that's that's sort of the hook um it's it's helpful that he is out of his element as i am as i'm sure many people in the audience are uh by the end of the season does he know more than than he did at the start uh you know, we'll find out. We're, we're going to talk it through next week. We will get into full spoilers from season one in in next week's podcast. I don't think we'll do like a full episode by episode breakdown, but I do think that we will have a really extensive conversation about these characters, what they've gone through already, what they stand to go through heading into season two, uh, and some of like our deeper impressions of like each of them and, and their journey, and, like some of our expectations for for where they may go. Um, starting with these uh, these next 12 episodes, uh, beginning July 23rd. That's really soon. That's uh, right around the corner, Antonio. It's coming home. Uh, although the it in this case, if you're listening, it's not coming home. It's coming to Italy. But um, yeah, it, we're, we're really like it's about to happen. This has been something we've talked about for a while. Uh, and we talked about like how we wanted to podcast about it. And this date has always been held out there seemingly as so far in advance. And it's no longer so far mm. in advance, Josh. No. We're here. We're, we're here. here. Yeah. It's happening. We're here now. It's we're happening. here now. We live here now yeah. uh, in a Ted Lasso podcast. If you had told 2014 us is that this is where we would be. I don't know. Be interesting. <laughs> I think I think I would have thought it was possible. I'm pretty sure we were podcasting about the strain in we 2014. We were. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we were. So other yes, than we the were. Apple TV Plus of it all, which I already ranted about, uh, I would have thought, yeah, we could podcast about a show like this. So here we are. And let me walk it back. I don't want Apple TV Plus to get wrecked. You know, I want <laughs> Apple TV Plus eventually to sponsor us. So I hope that they don't listen to the first uh, 14 minutes of the podcast and only tune in when we say the nice things. It's, we mentioned uh, net, met several of their shows. We talked about how you could sign up for a free yeah, trial. Yeah. What more could they possibly want from us? Yeah. To what not, more could they possibly want from us? To not say that they us? can get wrecked, but I did it, and I'm going to stand by it, actually. I'm, I'm going to double I, back down. I think they think... No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of of the opinion that any large company or system like that can get wrecked. So sure, I'm not singling out Apple, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, Apple can get wrecked just yeah. generally. You yeah. know what I mean? Like well, They can luckily, be wrecked just generally. Luckily, Post Show Recaps is like a small system. You know, yeah. we're, a, we're a very small system, yeah. but we're a happy system, and uh, I'm really thrilled to have this podcast in the arsenal. That's a different soccer team, right? It is. You knew that. Look that at you. That was a good, good joke, go. right? It was pretty yeah. good. Named yeah. after actual weapons arsenal. So is maybe right? not, yeah, maybe oh, not man. the most ideal name in oh, the modern no. era. But uh, but yeah, um, you're right. You know, that is uh, post-show recaps. Let me ask you this about post-show recaps. I know we uh, we put this out a little bit early. I think we're going to do that for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. Yes, but if you're a patron of Post Show Recaps, which you can be, patreon.com slash postshowrecaps, you got this episode a day early. So congratulations to you. Cool perks. We're just going to keep them coming. But we will be doing this for free in the main feed of Post mm -hmm, Show Recaps. Uh, and we won't have any patron content. We will be talking about it. 
in the Post Show Recaps patron Discord. Uh, so if you're a Post Show Recaps patron at a certain level, you can uh, get access to the Post Show Recaps patron Discord, uh, yep. where we'll be talking about this show for sure. Josh and I will both be there uh, doing that. But my question for you about Post Show Recaps, Josh, you mentioned that you know Post Show Recaps is small. We don't need to be broken up like some of these big companies. Fine. My question is, okay, Post Show Recaps, you, know, you can be a patron or not. Do you ex- does Post Show Recaps accept barter? Except barter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, how does that work? <laughs> you don't know how barter works. Well, like, so let's say someone wanted to give you a good or service in exchange for a month of patron benefits. Like maybe uh, you got a barber out there who doesn't want to give you five or 10 bucks but a month. They'll cut my hair. They'll cut your hair. And in exchange, you'll give them patron benefits. my hair. Okay, well, maybe I picked the wrong example. <laughs> you have to reject it out of hand. It's got uh, to be a very uh, clever bartering system. Like, well, it's got to be like if, a really tempting offer. So you're happy with who is cutting your hair. Yeah. But, but are you happy with paying them? What if they decided they want to revert to a method where they get patron benefits and you get a free haircut? Would um, you take that over giving them money? Yeah, of course. I of mean, course that, you would, right? That definitely seems like something I would do. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm just going to push that you should uh, you should be open to post-show recaps, uh, patron barter. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Nothing illegal, everything above board, but uh, I'm open to it. PSRPB. I, yeah, perhaps I will open my, my separate sub-patron uh, with barter benefits. Yeah. I think you should. I think with, that there's... barter th- benefits. I think there ought to be a shadow Patreon, and I think that you should be at the helm of it. Feels <laughs> <I'm>, right. <laughs> who knows what evil lurks in the heart. I know. Uh, Oh, yeah, I want to know. Shadow shadow <laughs> I want to know. All right, well, well, let's put this out for yeah, a, 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 a conversation starter in our Ted Lasso channel in the Post Show Recaps Patron Discord. Uh, what are some good like uh, bartering ideas? Uh, yeah, that's, I'm all, I'm always open to barter. I yeah. like acquiring things that I otherwise wouldn't, and I like artisans. I like people who make things and create things. So you know, if you make like. Uh, bespoke cutting boards and, uh-huh. you need a w- and you need a will i'm an attorney we can probably That's talk right. like you know like, <laughs> i'm open to shit like that you know what That's i mean great. like yeah. i think we should leave it i think yeah. we should leave the door open for the patron i think yeah. we should say you could barter your way in maybe Who i knows? think that's i think that's interesting i think it's when, interesting think when it's, you're small in life i think you can do things like that yeah i think it's interesting um i'm so excited i'm so happy to be here i love doing podcasts with you antonio this is already such a fun time uh and we, we haven't even like really gotten into the meat of the show at all uh and i think like we've done a great job like we 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 yeah the, the daily biscuit yeah. uh that, they look good they really did i would love a daily biscuit my god uh, i'm sure i sure would too just utterly incredible certainly don't need it but i would like it um so this is just the start of the journey we're going to be doing this i guess it'll uh take us at least the 12 episodes of of the show and then um you know probably like a season ender at the end of that. We're going to be on this journey together for a good chunk of time. So I hope you're all strapped in. I hope you're having fun. Make sure you're hitting those follow buttons. We want to talk to you on Twitter at AC Mazzaro, at Round Howard. Sign up for the Discord, uh, the Poster Recaps Patron Discord, if you want to keep the conversation going with us in there and with each other. Really great community in there. Uh, Patreon.com slash recaps. When we come back... We are going to talk about season one in greater detail. We will talk about where we've left off these characters. We'll talk about what we're expecting from season two. That gives you a solid week to watch all of Ted Lasso, either to catch up uh, because you have not watched it yet. And now you've got incentive or to refresh yourself. If it's been a minute since you've checked out the show and you want to get back on board with it before the show drops on July 23rd. Um, so we would also love your feedback. Send that in, Ted Lasso at postshowrecaps.com. You can email me, Josh at postshowrecaps.com as well. Antonio, anything else? No, I'm, I'm really thrilled to be doing this uh, to get some some return on um, all my Ted Lasso watching. I did not do it for the podcast. I did not do it for the gram. I did it uh, because I love the show, but I also love you, Josh, and I love the opportunity to talk about this thing that both of us really love together. It's just really exciting, and I'm so looking forward. I cannot believe that Ted Lasso Season 2 will be going on in October, but that's a great bridge to October. It's a great yeah. way to get through the summer here. Uh, this is what sports are supposed to do. Carry us through these, these moments when we might need carrying. Uh, and I'm sure there are people out there who, and I know there are because I do use podcasts in the same way. Uh, so I'm very happy to be at the intersection of all those things with you, Josh, to talk about this show. So excited. It's going to be great. All right. We'll be back next week. Everybody talking season one of Ted Lasso previewing season two until then, everyone take care. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.